Aloha, beautiful soul. You're listening to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee. I am a soulful business coach and public speaker who is obsessed with human design and continuous growth and evolution. This podcast is for the soul-driven woman who's ready to energetically align with the highest version of herself so she can make quantum leaps in her life and business. My mission is to help you uncover your naked truth, the real you when you strip down all the conditioning and limiting beliefs around who you should be. Stop making excuses and step into your true power. Each week, I bring you powerful conversations with women who are taking up space and owning their zone of genius, as well as solo episodes from me to support your journey to live an authentic life. Thank you so much for pressing play. Now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, I want to chat about the purpose of logic in human design. At the time that I am recording this episode, the sun is in gate 63, and today is actually the day of the new moon in Pisces, which is also activating gate 63. And gate 63, along with gate 4, form the channel of logic. We have an entire circuitry within the human design system that is called the logic or the understanding circuit. And this is part of the collective circuitry. On today's episode, I want to dive into the difference between these two sub-circuits within the collective circuitry, which are the understanding or logical circuit and the sensing or abstract circuit. We see within the collective that we have these two subsets of circuitry that basically are mirrored on either side of one another. In the body graph, the collective and the understanding circuit, basically, if you were to fold the body graph in half, they would be mirror images of one another. But they're very different because they run through different centers, and each sub-circuit has a unique role and purpose that it plays within the collective. With gate 63 being activated today, I really felt this pull to dive into the true purpose of logic so that we can harness the true power of logic and understanding while understanding its limitations and beginning to start to value the experiential process just as much, if not more, than logic. In human design, we have three main circuits. We have the individual circuit, the tribal circuit, and the collective circuit. The collective circuit is responsible for driving the collective consciousness forward by sharing what it has learned through study, investigation, experimentation, and experience. The main keynote for this circuit is sharing. The collective circuit is broken up into two sub-circuits the understanding or logical circuit, and the sensing or abstract circuit. The understanding or logical circuit runs through the head center to the Ajna through the channel of logic, the 63-4 channel, and then it moves to the 1762 channel that connects the Ajna to the throat. 
This channel is all about details. So we have logic, we have details, and then it moves to the 1648 channel, which connects the throat to the splenic center. This is all about mastering skills and becoming really versatile in how you apply those skills and becoming resourceful. The gift of 48 is resourcefulness. So we have versatility in 16, we have resourcefulness in 48, and then it moves to the channel of judgment, which is all about perfecting. This is the 1858 channel that connects the splenic center to the root. And then it moves up from the root to the sacral via the 52-9 channel, channel of concentration. Then it moves up from the sacral to the G center through the channel of rhythm, which is the 515 channel. And then it goes from the G center to the throat via the channel of the alpha, the 731 channel. If you're looking at the body graph, you can see that it starts from the head, goes to the ajna, to the throat, and then goes through the left side of the body graph, through the splenic center, through the root, up through the sacral, through the G to the throat. So this is that understanding circuit. And the sensing circuit is basically the mirror on the other side of the chart. The sensing or abstract circuit, we have this with the 6447 channel. So, this is on the opposite side of the 634 channel that's in the understanding circuit. So, you can basically see that this literally just mirrors on the other side of the body graph. So, we have the 6447, the channel of abstraction, and then to the 1156 channel of curiosity. This is what connects the ajna to the throat. Then we have the 3536 channel. This is the channel of transitoriness. This connects the throat to the emotional solar plexus. So, instead of running through the splenic center like the understanding circuit does, the abstract circuit, the sensing circuit, runs through the emotional solar plexus. And then we have the 3041 channel, the channel of recognition. This connects the emotional solar plexus to the root. Then we go from the root to the sacral center via the 5342 channel of maturation. And then up from the sacral to the G center through the channel of discovery, which is the 2946. And then finally, the channel of the prodigal, which connects the G center to the throat. That's the 1333. If you have the body graph out and you can follow along while I'm saying this, you'll start to see these are mirrors of one another. But there are distinct differences in these sub-circuits of the collective circuitry. So this understanding circuit that's all about logic, the format channel for the understanding circuit is the 952 channel of concentration. This formats the energy of focus and concentration for the entire circuit. Understanding runs through the splenic center rather than the emotional solar plexus like the sensing circuit. And the splenic center is in the now. So truth is going to be experienced in the now. And the spleen is our physical awareness center, where our fear and intuition arises. Logic can often be fueled by fear. It can often seek through logic so that it feels secure. 
through the 952 channel, this circuit is being focused and concentrating its energy so that it can understand the patterns and rhythms of life, which is the 515 channel, the channel of rhythm. Once a pattern and rhythm has been found, it can be tested through experimentation, which is 16. Skills can be improved, can be corrected through gate 18, and we can get to the depth of our knowledge and our skills through gate 48, which can all be grounded in opinion, gate 17. And once the formula, once the pattern has been verified, this is through gate four, then it can be seen as something that can be reliable to project into the future. Ultimately, the understanding circuitry is looking to the future. It's looking to lead the collective into the future. We see this through the 731 channel of the alpha. These are natural leaders of society because of their gift of reading patterns and the trends of the future. They can also see things from a non-emotional perspective. Because again, this is rooted through the splenic center. It doesn't go through the emotional solar plexus. So logic is not emotional. The thing about logic is that it's never truly satisfied with the answer. And it's always driven to question and to challenge things. It's through the logical circuitry that the foundation of scientific thought has been built. The 1858 channel of judgment is all about correcting and improving. So it can judge things and it can assess where things need to be improved through seeing the patterns, through its logical understanding of what works and what doesn't work, through having the ability to focus and concentrate and to test through experimentation. The voices of the understanding circuit come from gate 16, gate 62, and gate 31, which are all located in the throat. This is the voice of I experiment in gate 16, I think in gate 62, and I lead in gate 31. If you've been listening to this podcast, I know you are obsessed with human design, just like I am. You've probably bought in all of the books and taken courses to learn as much as you can about not only your design, but about your friends' and family's designs. You've probably already started to integrate human design into your life and have seen the magic that is possible when you embody your design. And because of this, you probably have a desire to integrate human design readings into your business but maybe you're lacking the confidence to start charging for them. If so, I've created something just for you. Introducing Chart Reading Mastery. Chart Reading Mastery is an interactive group course that will teach you how to structure your human design chart readings to grow your soul-based business. At the end of this course, you will leave feeling confident in your ability to perform accurate and powerful human design readings and guide others using their human design chart. You can start making money with human design readings while enrolled in this program and learn how to use readings as a funnel into your other offers. 
graduates of Chart Reading Mastery will be added to the list of recommended human design readers on my website. I've received an incredible amount of interest in running a hybrid style of Chart Reading Mastery. I've decided to open the doors to a small group of people to test out a hybrid version of Chart Reading Mastery. The hybrid model allows you to go through the content at your own pace while still having a space to ask questions, get support, receive feedback, and expand your chart analysis skills. Plus, this hybrid model is half the normal investment for the live program. You'll learn how I bring together human design and the gene keys to create transformational sessions and how I have structured readings to attract soulmate clients and fill my higher ticket offers. With your enrollment and chart reading mastery, you'll also get access to my course, Uplevel Your Business with Human Design, as well as the three Golden Path courses from the Gene Keys, the Activation Sequence, the Venus Sequence, and the Pearl Sequence, so you can learn about the Gene Keys from the source. Nine spots have already been claimed, which means only three spots remain. To save your spot, go to the link in the show notes now, and I'm so excited to see you become a chart reading master. The sensing or abstract circuit is formatted through the channel of maturation, which is the 5342 channel. This formats the energy of cycles of experience for the entire circuit. This is about beginnings and endings and maturing through experiential cycles. The abstract is the way of experience, which does not follow the same linear patterns as logic. This is about discovery through lived experience. The sensing circuit goes through the emotional solar plexus rather than the splenic center. And the emotional solar plexus is about feeling and receives clarity over time. It's not going to be in the now like the logical circuitry is. The sensing circuit tries to make sense of the past. This is about experiencing and reflecting on life in order to learn. The theme of the sensing circuit is change through crisis. This is the 3536 channel. This is not about success or failure, but about discovery the 2946 channel. Revelations come at the end of our experience upon reflecting on them, upon retreat, upon taking time to pause in order to learn from the experiences. This is what we see in the 1333 channel. One of the main lessons that comes through the sensing circuit is patience. The emotional solar plexus teaches us the value of waiting. Clarity can only come over time, and it's important when entering in to a new experience that you're able to commit yourself fully to the whole cycle. Otherwise, you'll find yourself repeating the same cycles over and over again, and will often enter into situations with an expectation. We see these expectations that come in the experiential way through gate 42. The shadow of 42 is expectation. And we can see this when we're entering in to a new beginning. New beginnings come from 53. 
it can create this cycle of immaturity that's the shadow of 53, when we're constantly entering into experiences with expectations. This circuit is driven by the desire for change, and so we can often get caught up in our expectations based on the belief that if I do this, I will get this. This is where we can start to see agendas become embedded into our experiences. Rather than allowing ourselves to fully commit to the experience, regardless of the outcome. Commitment is the gift of gate 29. This is what we see is that when we don't enter into things with this commitment, we're in the shadow of 29, which is half-heartedness. So we don't learn the lessons from these cycles because we're not giving ourselves fully to the experience. So we can't learn the lesson that was meant to be discovered in the process. And we just repeat the same cycles over and over again until we're able to learn that lesson, discover that lesson, reflect on it, and have these revelations that can then be brought to the collective. The sensing circuit is about reflecting on the past rather than looking to the future like the understanding circuit. One of the big things that we learn from the entire collective circuitry is that logic can only take us so far. Through all of the incredible channels in the logical circuitry, logic can only bring us so far. We need the other half the sensing, the abstract, to discover things that logic would never discover on its own. It's only through bumping into things in the lived experience, in reflecting on our past, in allowing ourselves to fully give ourselves to experiences and learn from these experiential cycles that we can really unlock the true power of logic. Rather than holding so tightly onto logic and placing logic on a pedestal, you know, the dilemma of gate four of the fourth gene key is reasons. You know, we're constantly looking for a logical reason. And often there's not a logical reason. Often the mind can't comprehend, can't understand the full complexity of all of the parts that have to come together to create one single experience. There's so many micro things that had to come together in order for me to be sitting here right now recording this podcast. I almost didn't record on this topic, but because Gate 63 is illuminated by the sun, I'm feeling this very deeply and felt called to share. That wasn't something that could be planned, that logically could be explained. It was something that was felt. And so we need both of these aspects to really unlock truth. That's the highest expression of gate 63 is truth. Gate 63 is known as the gate of doubt or questioning, and it's located in the head center reaching for gate four in the Ajna. This forms the channel of logic. The head center is a pressure center, and gate 63 provides the pressure to search for answers. It fuels doubt and suspicion that creates distrust and drives you to seek truth. 
The paradox of logic is that it seeks to end doubt, but can never be satisfied with any single answer. Logic cannot be used to prove anything, because it can always be used to prove its opposite. This is why logic is never fully satisfied and is always seeking. It's seeking to improve. It's seeking for better understanding. So we have to see that this is an important part of our evolution. Our seeking of truth has led to so much innovation, so much creation, so many new things have been brought out by this logical desire to seek truth, to perfect things, to improve things. But we have to see that logic can only go so far because there are some things that are beyond the mind that cannot be explained with the mind. And at the shadow frequency, the shadow of 63 is doubt. And doubt desires certainty. And if it can't find it, it will manufacture it. It's through the fear of uncertainty that all dogmas, all fundamentalism, and rigid systems are born. And as always, the shadows themselves are not bad. Doubt is not the enemy. It's our reaction to doubt that creates pain and suffering. What needs to be addressed is the fear of uncertainty, the fear of not knowing or understanding everything. Again, the understanding circuit goes through the splenic center, so it can trigger a lot of fears if we don't have that logical understanding or if something doesn't fit into a linear pattern. The repressive nature of the 63rd shadow is self-doubt, and self-doubt is what prevents you from trusting in yourself. Trusting in your inner authority, which your inner authority doesn't come from the mind. That's one of the main things that we learn in the beginning of human design and throughout our embodiment of design is that our decision making is not rooted in the mind. It's not rooted in logic. Our inner authority comes from our body. And even if you have an outer authority, if you're an environmental projector, or you're a reflector, your authority is still not rooted in logic. It's not rooted in the mind. Self-doubt can cause you to doubt the inner knowing that comes to you in unexplainable ways. That's beyond logic. It can cause you to doubt the wisdom that comes from your body when you rely on logic and the understanding of your mind to make your decisions. As you begin to harness the energy of doubt without trying to get rid of it, it alchemizes into inquiry. Inquiry is the 63rd gift, which is about asking powerful questions without the pressure to search for the answer. This is about interfacing with the divine through living into the question. You live into the question, and as you do so, the answers begin to emerge naturally in your life. Again, this is where we have to see that logic has to begin to come together with the abstract, has to come together with the experiential way. Because as we begin to inquire, use the mind, use logic to inquire, to ask these powerful questions, we allow ourselves to have our life reflect back to us these truths, reflect back to us the answers. We create this space to allow the knowing to emerge from within. 
And we don't have to rely on logic to make our decisions. The 63rd city is truth, and truth is quite a paradox. The 63rd city teaches us that truth is every step of the way. At the shadow frequency, there's nothing but truth. At the gift frequency, there's nothing but truth. Truth is all there is. Truth is here now, in every moment, in every stage of the journey. Truth is logic. Truth is experience. Truth is everything. Truth is in everything. That's why it defies logic. Because it's beyond logic. It doesn't make sense that everything could be truth. How does that make any logical sense? But it is truth. Truth is everything. It's every moment. It's every stage. It's ever-changing. It's ever-evolving. It's the eternal moment of the now. The 63rd city of truth is also what heals the six-line core wound of separation. Separation is the feeling of being disconnected from the whole, from source, from your true nature. It's out of this feeling of separation that we seek fulfillment through the outside world. Ironically, it's the very seeking that prevents us from experiencing our true nature. The city of truth is what will heal this ultimate human wound of separation. This will be a collective phenomenon that will emerge as humanity embodies this city of truth and recognizes itself as a single divine organism. This is what I really see as the power of this entire collective circuitry is this awakening, this driving the collective consciousness forward, evolving the collective consciousness through bringing together both understanding and lived experience, bringing together the right brain and the left brain, merging the divine feminine with the divine masculine, and beginning to dissolve any separation so that we can experience the truth in every moment. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I will create another episode going more in depth in the other circuits and also into the format channels. If there's something specifically you would love me to talk about, please send me a message on Instagram. I love responding to what you would like to hear. It helps me get my creativity going, gets my sacral response lit up, allows my open throat to receive the messages that want to pour through. So I love connecting with you and I look forward to speaking with you in the next episode. Aloha. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. I know you could literally be anywhere else doing anything else. So the fact that you've chosen to be here with me means the world. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. My favorite thing is connecting with you on Instagram. So come follow me at I am Randy Lee and take a screenshot of this episode to let me know what resonated with you the most or what your biggest takeaways are. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps get the podcast heard by more people. I personally read all of the reviews and love hearing how I can continue to improve this podcast for you. Don't forget that you are uniquely made and that is your superpower. Until next time, stay uplifted.